You're listening to Tarazi Tuesdays with the Bible as Literature. Hi, this is Father Mark Bulos, and you are listening to Tarazi Tuesdays with the Bible as Literature podcast. In Scripture, Father Paul explains, when a word can be removed without being missed, it's usually an indication of the term's significance in the broader storyline. I am delighted to introduce Father Paul on the Bible as Literature podcast, Tarazi Tuesdays. Notice how you deal with your inheritance. Whereas Roman law, as I keep stressing, was very important, was used by Paul, that they divided between the patrimonium, notice patri, the one that is settled by your fathers, you enter into it and you may not touch it. You can have your own possession on the side from that, that's fine, you make your own gain. But that has a different name than the patrimonium. And I took my time to explain this in my commentaries. It's not yours to do as you wish, and you have it here in our laws about the estate. If the founder of the estate wills that it be handled in a certain way, it cannot be broken. Unless, I don't know the law, that people meet together, and they, but technically you may not. Like if someone leaves as a will, I mean, notice the national parks. It is the will of the president who is considered the father of the country, you know to allocate that land as a national park, period. So somehow we have to try to use modern examples to show the people that a woman in the kitchen, I like that because women should begin to love me for these things, I use them. A woman in the kitchen is not a woman in the sitting room or the dining room. I have a good number of women friends who tell me, what do you need the most? And their answer is, a wife. <laughs> and I want it on my podcast. <laughs> Very wise. But they don't start with that when they are teenagers and in their 20s, they look for a husband. <laughs> in their 50s, let's go 60s. <laughs> Suddenly, they want a wife. Okay, friends, let's be, as the good professor Tarazi puts it, let's be serious through our jokes. Remember Isaac. Let's be serious, and it's high time because the situation is becoming more and more unbearable throughout the globe. And as 
Leonard Nimoy, Mr. Spock, put it actually throughout the galaxy. Okay, so very important. Now, after these things, it was told Abraham, notice this passive. Behold, Milka also has born children to your brother Nahor. This is the dig of scripture. You get excited about one line, and then it takes time to speak about Ishmael. Then you get stuck with Jacob, and it takes time to speak about Esau. <laughs> you get stuck with Abraham, and then I love scripture. That's the dig of the nations, chapter 10. Okay? As the firstborn, Buzz, his brother, Kemuel, the father of Aram, very important. My father was an Aramean. Notice the words, but again, I don't want to stay too long, but it's important that we hear them. Hesed, Hazo, Pildash, Jidlaf, and Bethuel. And Bethuel, notice the last one, became the father of Rebecca. Notice the preparation for Genesis 24. It's an amazing text. It is linking the family. Why is Rebecca important? Because Isaac would not have been successful without Rebecca, his wife, that produced Jacob. You see the importance? It's a word that is thrown there, and you don't know what's going on. Who is Rebecca? Obviously, we know now because we have read the following chapter. But it's a teaser. Is very much like the Bikah and the Shinar of Genesis chapter 11. Uh, what is Shinar? And what is Bikah? They appear much later in Joshua and Ezekiel. The same here works with Rebekah. These eight Milka bore to Nahor, Abraham's brother. So you notice that. 23a, it's an addition that you can drop. Let's hear the text without it. Remember what I keep saying. The importance of something is reflected in the fact that if you drop it, nothing changes in the text. But usually we theologians conclude, what's the big deal? Well, precisely this is the big deal. Why is it there? And you have to wait at least two chapters. Okay, let's hear the text. Use firstborn. These eight Milka bore to Nehor. That's the continuation. But in between you have Rebecca. Notice, it's not at the end as a footnote. It is in between Rebecca. Moreover, his concubine, whose name was Reuma, bore Teba, Gaham, Tahash and Ma'aka, and thus it is the inclusion of all which was touched upon already in the blessing to the nations. So here you start thinking that, oh, he had a concubine and so on, and then in chapter 25, close enough, you hear Abraham took another wife whose name was Keturah. <laughs> we'll talk about its function when we get there. 
but that's a teaser. Okay. And you notice how many people do not know that. We assume usually that he had two women in his life. But Abraham at least was correct. He had a wife, not a concubine. But Hagar was his concubine. Anyway, so the inclusion of all is very important in conjunction with the blessing after the test of Abraham. That's the importance of these last verses of 22 because technically what are they doing there? And some of these names, Az and Aram, we heard earlier in Genesis chapter 10 in verses 22 and 23. The sons of Shem, Elam, Ashur, Arpakshad, Lad and Aram. The sons of Aram, Uz, Hul, Gether and Mash. So to the ear you heard that these are part of the nations and particularly the Shemites and so on. So it's really an impressive chapter, this chapter 22. Extremely rich and it links things together from before to after and not only one chapter but more. Notice it goes back to 20, it looks forward to 24 and it looks forward to 26. 24 through Rebecca and 26. In verse 17, the word barak, to bless, in the Hebrew also has the connotation to kneel. Could you say something about that connection and how it relates to the blessing? We still have it in Arabic, especially about, interestingly, the camels, because they are very high, and when they come on their knees, it, it is very impressive. You say Yubruk, and uh, the spoken Arabic, we can use it, you see, just to tell you how languages broke here, um, sit down there. I do not know, and it's worth clarifying, but do not take my statement as the end statement. I'm willing to check on it with someone in the Middle East. But let me begin with the other example. For instance, there is a big debate, and not everybody agrees whether the word used for carpet in Hebrew, which is exactly from the same triliteral as worship to bow down, sajada and sajada. It's a big debate. And you know it from the Muslim tradition where you have your own mat, you know, carpet, you open it. Is it, is it not? The debate is allowable. Coming to Barak, I am saying it is because the blessing is given by a senior to a junior always, and the position of the junior is usually below the senior. That's why the junior either stands out of respect, and you could see it in all, but a higher level of respect would not go to be as high as the senior, 
but to be in a lower position where any camera from the outside would see the different, and that would be the position of kneeling, and then the kneeling has two difference, uh, for instance, the hishtahawe in Hebrew, worship, knelt, and so on, would be total prostration, and the Orthodox know that, that you have the standing, the kneeling, and the full prostration. So is it connected to that? It could be, and your question is allowable. My answer is a tentative answer that it would make sense the way the people who defend the fact that the word to prostrate is linked to the carpet. And this is functional in all languages. Earlier we noticed that even you can make it up to wander, nod in the land of Nod, to sojourn, Gur in the land of Gerar. So that's all I can say, but it would be worth it for me to check. But what I said makes sense. And notice how in Arabic, technically it's used, I mean, you can do it. But the word is used technically all the time with the camels, because you could see the impressiveness of a camel having first to kneel down. I mean, you should see it in moving, uh, to settle and rest and so on. So you have a movement of complete subjection and it is the attitude that you have toward the senior. It strikes me as being similar to something you said in the past about how to understand an expression in a language, you have to see how it functions. When you think of the word barak and you're looking at a camel kneeling, you're referring to the blessing or are you referring to the kneeling? That's yeah. very interesting. It's very, you have to see it. I mean, a huge. This is what it does. It goes on the knees first, you know the anterior legs and so on, and settles. This is how he rests. The Bible as Literature is a production of the Ephesus School Network.